Whenever you have the opportunity, shake up cans and bottles of fizzy drinks. Then leave them for someone else to open. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 422 of Under the Cull of MS. They also say always be late and choose friends you don't like. <laughs> don't think those are good things. What is this? This is a thing <laughs> thing about calming yourself if you have stress. <laughs> I guess if you want to calm yourself, just be a dick. <laughs> stress someone else out. All right. So I said... This is episode 422 of Under the Call of MS. I believe I said that. Uh, got a little pile. I got a big pile of comics. Might have split it up in the two, two separate episodes. We will see. See how far we get. And we'll talk some health stuff after the break after that then. So let's start it out with some comics. For starters, it went to a big, another $5 a bag rummage sale event at a church down near Milwaukee area. And uh, it was fun. We got, we only filled three bags this time. I left one thing there I should have went back for, which kind of bums me out. It was a miniature air hockey table and it was only five dollars which was would have been half price so it would have been two dollars and fifty cents and i stupidly didn't take it so i'm like i really don't have a spot to stick it but it would have been fun to play some air hockey every now and then but uh yeah we went to that stopped at a couple other ones over there and then we were close to big boy the new big boy restaurant that was put up after all the big boys have been closed down and over many years and uh they reopened this one and it talked about how you're supposed to have three different types of big boys the midwestern big boy the southern california style big boy and then one from like idaho or something like that and they're all supposed to be different but on the menu they just had one style big boy sandwich so went ahead, tried it. Definitely not like I remember. I don't think they did it right. It's like the top. Yeah, three buns, two burgers, and then the top two buns had a burger in between it with some veggies atop them, atop it, but no sauce or anything or cheese. The bottom burger had cheese and very little sauce just did not taste at all like what i remember but that was my childhood back 30 40 40 some years ago but uh very disappointing and it came with very plain fries or onion rings we got one one of each and it was nice seeing all the big boy memorabilia that's the main reason i went get some pictures and all that stuff but yeah and then as i was walking out i noticed they had a pile of big boy comics which i remember getting them when i was a kid with the little 
all the little games and stuff you could play inside it. And this one had a fun winter wonderland style story, uh, big boy and his friends are out trying to just out trying to go do some skiing, some snow skiing, and then, uh, enter a contest later on in the day and some other kids from the contest scam them and make them make them have troubles along the way and you got to read it to find out what happens if the game prevails or if they get buried under an avalanche or what happens but like i said there's a bunch of little puzzles in here word game puzzles and stuff like that there's a little joke section like ancient wisdom the teacher says, who can tell me what these Roman numerals XXX stand for in English? And Debbie says, I know, I know, love and kisses. I know dope, says Debbie. The heck? Got some red ants on me for some reason. <laughs> I am in the basement. So that could mean I might have some ants sneaking their way into my basement. So I'm going to do some looking, do some checking. You got to go to town later today to get some supplies. All right, that was a cheesy little joke. Let's try one more just to see if they get any better. At the mall, a kid walks up to the cop. Please, Mr. Policeman, have you seen a lady without a little boy who looks like me? <laughs> yeah, they're pretty dumb. <laughs> they do have a tequila restaurant, authentic Mexican cantina restaurant next door that I'd like to try out. It's got a Deo Dos Muertos skull for her logo that's cool looking with the tequila spelled T-E-K-I-L-A. Not the way the drink is spelled. But they had a nice outside area that you could sit out and eat your food. It looked like Big Boy also serviced people out at the outside area and Looked like they had a couple food trucks also that did it. But yeah, that was Adventures of the Big Boy. Number 422. And it's free to the young guest of the Big Boy Family Restaurant. Or to me, if you ask nicely. <laughs> but yeah, that was fun. At least I got to check it out. I was disappointed by the food, but. At least got to check out the decor again. Learn some things. Some things I didn't even know they had out there. I didn't even know they had a big boy pop with a restaurant set up. They had a few other cool things that I didn't see before. I was hoping I could buy a cast, a big boy cast, the unpainted ones and Take it home and paint it up myself, but I didn't see those available. But 
Next up is Thor number 25 and Hulk number 7, where we're getting caught up on the Banner of War story, or Banner, what's, what's the exact name here? Banner of War, which we already talked about Hulk vs. Thor, Banner of War, Alpha number 1. This is Thor number 25, which is part 2, and Hulk number 7, which is part 3. Part 4 will be Thor number 26, and Hulk number 8 will be the conclusion. And, uh, and they do have a basis in here. Uh, Hulk has been accused of murdering a bar full of patrons in El Paso, Texas. And the Avengers are determined to bring him to justice. So when Thor learned of Hulk's location, he immediately went to apprehend him, which led to a huge brawl in the arena, in an arena in the far depths of space. After Thor attempted to end the fight by pinning Hulk down with Jolner, Hulk managed to free himself by letting the hammer rip a hole through his chest as he stood up. In response, Odin's spirit entered the Hulk's mind to confront Bruce Banner directly. And it's like nobody sits and listens to Bruce or the Hulk. It's just anytime something happens, kill the Hulk, wipe out the Hulk. Everybody, let's just destroy the Hulk. And it's like they get so psychotic towards it. It's like I know the guy's got unlimited power that could do massive devastation to many people and has at times but that power is also saved their asses quite a few times too and I don't understand why they just instantly kill 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 the Hulk I mean Banner's trying to explain things no one's listening other than Odin and no one will listen to Odin it's Thor and I mean, you got the main problem, people. Thor, uh, Tony Stark, and Captain America. These people don't give a shit. They just do what they think up and feel that it's right. And it doesn't matter if they wipe out something that they might need in the past, but then they'll resurrect it to get it back if they need it again. Just so screwed up how they do it. Do all this shit in the <laughs> comic book universe, but hey, it's worked. It's got people to buy this shit for many, many years. But yeah, we get to see them all battling it out again some more, and we get to go back into the past and learn some stuff about some other things along the way. Uh, and this is a really interesting and enjoyable storyline. I am I'm liking it. Uh, it's not enjoyable to the. <laughs> it's not enjoyable. Enjoyable. It's frustrating at moments, but it's a well, well done, well written storyline, and it's going to be a good conclusion for me. I'm going to quit the Hulk after this storyline. I believe take a break again for a while because I'm not really liking the whole banner inside a Hulk having the Hulk trapped type storyline so I don't know 
if I'm going to really get much deeper in that. And then in honor of 2022 being the 60th anniversary of the Marvel's first Thor story in Journey into Mystery number one, number 83, and to celebrate this volume's momentous 25th issue, we've got two bonus stories for you here. One by a team from this title's legendary past, and one by a team possibly from this title's epic future. Tom DeFalco and Ron Friends redefined what it meant to be, and who got to be, Thor in their incredible run, which ran from number 383 to 459, all of which are available on Marvel Unlimited and a must-read for any true Thor fan. Tom and Ron reunite here for a story about the one and only Enchantress. Which is a very interesting story. It's enjoyable. You get to see a story that you may not have picked up at any other time. I mean, I I'm not a fan of the whole Enchantress line or anything, so I would have never grabbed onto it. But it was interesting, and now I'd probably check out a little bit more of it. And then we have Nadia Shamas and Simone D'Armini. Maybe new to Pages of Thor, but they're both already accomplished comic creators. Which Nadia, having written the acclaimed graphic novel Squire, and Simone having illustrated an amazing graphic novel called Spider King. They team up here for a modern retelling of an actual Norse myth about Thor and Loki. And it's called Thor's Wedding. And that was a fun story also. Of course, you're dealing with all the interesting things with Loki. And all his mischief. And we get the, what you call it, the ice people. Are part of this storyline. It was enjoyable. And it was definitely a good bonus edition. Nice and thick. Granted, half of the edition ended up being two other stories, but they were good stories. Enjoyable. So, that's nice. I liked it, and same with Hulk. Did not have extra stories in it, but it did carry on this Banner of War story very well, and I'm interested. See where it goes. We got two more issues left. Then I'll probably cut off from the Hulk for a little while again. See what they, unless they come up with some interesting one shots, maybe. And then, talking about my damaged comics, we got Cora de Flora from Bora Bora by Art Baltazar. That's, I believe, a new character of Art's. And she's a lot of fun. She, uh, has her friends and she's just trying to do some cave painting and all she runs out of a color and she wants to go search for that color and while searching for that color she meets this girl character this character it's all mean to everybody and has flowers that would work for Cora and it's just It's a very fun, cute, family-friendly story. 
And you also deal with Cora being picked on about having an invisible friend that may or may not be real. And just Cora uses her niceness to try and get people to not be so mean. And it's just, it's a very fun story. So check that out from oh yeah, Comics from Art Baltazar. And the crew, you can go to artbaltazar.com if you want to order your own comics. That would be great. I mean, if I had kids, I would buy every single IAC comic out there. And that would be, I would have a shelf that's just all bedtime reading for the kids. And these would definitely go, every one of them would go on that shelf. And they'd be perfect little bedtime stories. You could read a little bit each night or read a whole comic. And they have the graphic novels, they got the comics, they got a variety of things that you can pick up. And it's just so much fun. And family friendly and great for all ages. Unless you're a heartless prick. <laughs> I don't know. I, I love all the oh yeah, stuff. It's just enjoyable. Speaking of enjoyable, we have Elvira in Horrorland. Elvira and the ghost of Vincent Price saved a Scream Queen actress who'd been imprisoned in the pocket dimension created by all films. Didn't you know about those? By her creepy director. They trapped the director in the hell of his own making, and Vincent sent the actress back to reality as he returned to the afterlife. But something went wrong, and Elvira ended up still in a different dark corner of the movie dimension. And this one plays a <clears throat> fun parody on Bates Motel. Uh, you get the whole storyline with Elvira happening to end up at the hotel, needing a place to stay, looking for her remote or the remote that's controlling everything. And while she does, she just comes across Norman Bates and his issues, his mommy issues and all that stuff. <laughs> Elvira gets to become part of the story and they have such great covers for these ones. It's really hard because I'm on our newest uh, catalog of pre-orders. I have, I believe, the third or fourth issue of this storyline and I'm I think I'm going to end up buying three or four damn covers because they're parodying uh, Nightmare on Elm Street on the covers. And they just got some awesome Freddy-style crossover with Elvira covers that I just want to get my hands on. But this is a fun look at the whole Norman Bates cycle uh, franchise-style thing. Uh, Alfred Hitchcock. Just all that type of stuff. And it was great. It was well done, well written. 
very enjoyable. I, I think you could probably read all these without connecting them. But yeah, it's funner to get the whole story or just wait for the trade and get them all collected in one. But yeah, sometimes you just got to say, fuck it. Fuck this place. It's you one. This is a very interesting story. You can get the verbal friendly covers that are called I Hate This Place. Or you can get the Fuck This Place, F This Place covers, which I ordered those. And you get to meet two ladies in love, one of which inherited a huge chunk of, la chunk of land. I think it was like I want to say a couple hundred acres or or so with a house on it. And the house has a interesting little video VCR room kind of hidden away in a wall. And characters around town are a little, little questionable. But yeah. They end up finding out that this place has more to offer than meets the eyes and watch out what you wish for. You might inherit something from a relative you've never met and you just might regret that situation in the long run. But these girls go in full board thinking that they're going to turn this ranch into a nice place to thrive off of for a year or so and then put it up get their cattle sold at market and once they get the cattle sold at market they'll sit there and sell the house and the property and take their money and go off and live their life enjoying whatever and whatever comes their way comes their way and but yet they find out they might not get to do the things that they want in their future. For one, you got to live long enough. Two, you got to be able to get out and about. Three, you have to have control in your life. These people might not have any of that. But it was an, an interesting uh spooky st story style thing. I like the way it's just the twists and turns that are throwing this one together. This would be a fun, enjoyable uh, Spengooly movie. <laughs> and then I think we'll talk one more and then we'll get to the health portion and save the rest of the comics for Probably Thursday. But we have Geiger, 80-page giant, number one. I was waiting for this for so long. I was sitting at a warehouse, but they wouldn't send me my shit until every single comic that they had on my list was there since I wasn't placing orders at the time. They couldn't, couldn't get me my shit, which is bullshit. You pay for it, and then you got to sit and wait because it's your fault that shit's not printed in time like it was supposed to be. But I had shit 
in that pile that dated back to last year, so October of last year. So it's like, yeah, it's nice to finally get some of it. But we got the story so far. December 25th, 1776. British infantry soldier Simon Peer becomes immortal during the Battle of Trenton. His story begins on page two. July 4th, 2030, the day the unknown war starts. As nuclear warheads transform America and maybe the world into a horrific radioactive landscape. No one knows how or why it happened, only that it made America in, uninhabitable without the use of protective gear. 2050, Las Vegas has been rebuilt into a twisted theme park version of what it once was. With nightmarish casinos casinos down the main strip where its citizens lay dangerous bets of all sorts. A system of tunnels keeps, in, keeps its inhabitants safe from the radioactive soup of its surrounding atmosphere. If you play your cards right, you can have a better life. But as the saying goes, the house always wins. Throughout the reborn city, a myth floats on the tongues of its dwellers. They claim the glowing man can survive the toxic desert landscape outside Las Vegas. The urban legend haunts the dreams of each criminal, criminal boss who runs a casino, some more than others. They are ruthless in holding on to power and tenacious about seizing more. And should Tariq Geiger, a.k.a. the Glowing Man, get in the way of that, they'll do everything to extinguish Geiger for good. But for now, what follows are some yarns about those casinos and how these cesspools thrive in a world without, with little hope. Uh, you got Who is Redcoat, which gives us a nice story about this Redcoat character. Get to go back to December 25th, 1776 and learn more about that character and the whole storyline that kind of bases is builds up to the whole glowing man character and everything that's happening around that. Then we got where'd he find it or where'd he find Barney? But before that, you get a nice little history layout that gives gets you caught up on all that stuff and then where he where did he find barney was the story about but the character the glowing man and how he met his two-headed dog and in the story it's a two-headed little puppy dog it's so cute uh we have tales of the unknown war which uh Kind of gets you a history of what it was like when the wars all started and everything was going on after the nuclear waste and the casinos and the things that they did to get through it. I mean, basically all these stories have it. Uh, a little chunk of what you're missing out on. You had the safari, the car loft, Nero's, Goldbeard's. The Manhattan, Saturn 7, what about the shooting star? I mean, they go into, and then you also get the unnamed, 
which is the history thing. And you also get the junkyard Joe first look, which is a nice little fun little cartoony story after you get a realistic storyline about junkyard Joe. And it's just, you get a lot of great history about everything that's going on in the world of Geiger and the glowing man. And I love this series. I really liked how they did this kind of reawoke it and sent us on an opportunity to have a variety of different story paths that will run off from this storyline. But yeah, that was fun. We got through a little stack of comics. And we're going to get to some health stuff coming up right after the ad. And other than that, stick around if you want for the health portion. If not, have a great day. We'll get back to you again soon. But we'll be back right after this. Okay, let's do the health portion of this part. Sinocat or syncope collapse. You ever hear of that one? Syncope, syncope, syncope collapse. Basically, if you got fainting problems, one thing it could be is syncope or syncope and collapse. Let's see. What does it mean? The heart muscle may be diseased or degenerated cardiomyopathy, the heart valves may deteriorate over time, the dog may have been born with a heart valve defect that causes abnormal narrowing of the vessels leading out of the heart. I don't know why it says the dog, but I lost my page. Basically, syncope or fainting is defined as a temporary loss of consciousness. That occurs when the brain does not receive enough oxygen. The most common reason for decreased oxygen to the brain is an abnormality in the circulation, generally involving how the heart is beating. Most dogs who experience syncope spontaneously Recover once appropriate levels of oxygens reach the brain. But yeah, this story gets into more animal-related versions of it. But... The most common causes of syncope are ischemic cardiomyopathy, most common structural cardiac etiology of syncope. There's valvular abnormalities, which is the second most common structural etiology, most commonly aortic stenosis. There's non-ischemic dilated cardiomyopathy, which is the third most common structural etiology. There's hypertrophic obstructive cardiomyopathy. There's aortic dissection, which I have. There's cardiac tamponade. And there's obstructive cardiac tumors, along with many other things. Some drugs that could cause syncope are 
Bezofibrate, Bosentan, Capriomycin, Cardidopa, Levodopo, Dopa, Dipiria, Dipiridamol, and Florane, Ephedrine, Eloprost, Meprotoline, Nephopam, and a bunch of other. None that I am on. I just have it because have the issue with it because my aortic dissection, I guess. Uh, how to treat it. There's vasovagal syncope is the most common cause of fainting. It happens when the blood vessels open too wide and or the heartbeat slows, causing a temporary lack of blood flow to the brain. It's generally not a dangerous condition. To prevent fainting, stay out of hot places and don't stand for long periods. Uh, Yeah, just another thing that's my doctors told me about when they found out with my aortic dissection and I was having some of what was thought to be mainly MS-related fainting dizzy vertigo issues and stuff like that, which the majority was, but there was also that underlying condition that they said could have also been related to some of the issues I've had in the past. So that has been the new, the newest uh, information related to my aortic dissection that I found out some information on uh let's see is it better to exercise on an empty stomach to lose weight hitting the treadmill or upright bike for a cardio session before eating is popular in weight loss and fitness circles The possibility of burning more fat is often the main motivator. But how does that work? Uh, Not having excess calories or fuel on hand from a recent meal or pre-workout snack forces your body to rely on stored fuel, which happens to be glycogen and stored fat, which you would think you'd want to burn that. See, I personally... I prefer to work out earlier in the day, and then when I am working out and doing my fasting, my intermittent fasting, then I'm usually working out on an empty stomach. And I always assumed it's like that way you're burning the fat that's piled up and waiting instead of burning the new food that's in your system. But, yeah. It's all scientific. It can change every day. They can go back and forth and say it's good and then not good. It does. It doesn't. Just keep bouncing around. We'll never really know the true anything. <laughs> it's like our government. There's always one one side, one the other. You got to always fight. You got to always argue. You never accept each other. Get along and figure out what needs to be actually figured out. Uh, skip it. Eating before a cardio workout is essential if you're trying to add muscle mass. 
but know that there's a difference between adding muscle mass and preserving muscle mass. Uh, as long as you're eating adequate protein and continuing to use your muscles, research suggests that muscle mass is pretty well protected, even in an overall calorie deficit. That's because when your body's looking for fuel, amino acids aren't acids aren't acids. <laughs> amino acids aren't as desirable as stored carbs and fat. However, they say your supply of quick energy is limited and training too hard for too long while fasting is going to cause you to run out of gas or potentially start breaking down more muscle. So, so I'm thinking, yeah, you want to do it more for the cardio part, but don't, if you're going to be doing weightlifting and stuff like that, you might want to have your protein in your body. To help you keep going. Anything that requires power and speed. Those types of exercises. They need to be performed while you have fuel in your stomach. Don't sit there and. uh, Do things like that on an empty stomach. Because you're just going to ruin your good muscle mass you have built up. It's just, you got to feed certain parts of your body during certain acts of uh, fitness. Uh, If you decide to try out fasted cardio, follow a few rules to stay safe. Don't exceed 60 minutes of cardio workout without work, without eating. Choose moderate to low intensity workouts. Fasted cardio includes drinking water, so stay hydrated. And keep in mind overall lifestyle, especially nutrition, plays a bigger role in weight gain or loss than the timing of your workouts. So listen to your body and do what feels best to you. If you have questions, consult a registered dietitian, a personal trainer, or your doctor for guidance. See what kind of info they got for you. See some fitness trends that you could have expected back in 2020. Home gyms, yeah, that's pretty much, yeah. It's with the whole COVID thing and everything, the home gyms finally became popular again. But it's like, and you can pay a monthly fee if you need to go and use weightlifting equipment and stuff. That is perfect. And if you need to use heavy equipment, go to the gym. Pay your monthly fee, go to the gym. That way you don't have this huge bulky equipment in your way at your house. But then... When you are at your house and you want to work out at your house, you can get rubber bands cheap or free through your physical therapist or through buying online or stores or whatever. You can tie them to doorknobs. You can put knots in them, put them inside doorways, and close the door and use them for all kinds of pulley system setups. You can do 
exercises with them on you. You can use them, hook them to other things and use them. You can go outside, tie them to a tree and use them. And the rubber bands are awesome. They come in all types of shapes, sizes, thicknesses for the different types of tense intensities you want and stuff like that. So I suggest picking yourself up those. You can get some extra weight to put on you, your wrist and your ankles if you want. You can find those things all the time at rummage sales and stuff. Really cheap. Just every summer go out rummaging and you'll pick up some basic exercise equipment you need for just a few bucks. And they got everything out there. Uh, and then if you don't have weights and can't afford a gym, it, get yourself a couple plastic pails and you can put dirt, rocks, water, anything you want in them to make them heavier and equal them out and use them for workouts. Uh, and there, there's so many things you can use in your environment. Like I said, I cannot do a push up, normal push up on the ground. I cannot, I can barely do kneeling push ups on the ground. But I can do a regular push-up when I'm going up a flight of stairs, stop and just do the regular push-up on the stairs. It's not as much stress on my body, and I'm able to do it correctly. I'm just at a 45-degree angle. And it's just so much nicer that when you do things like that. You do wall push-ups. You use the wall to put your feet against or do knee climbing and squats and sitting in the chair sitting position with your back against the wall to help strengthen your muscles and tone yourself up. And there's so many things you can do with your environment, not having to spend money on all that stupid equipment. I suggest if you're going to get a piece of equipment, get a bicycle. An exercise bike is one of the most all around things you will use for physical therapy for your whole life as you get older and stuff like that. So pick one up reasonably priced and you can keep it in your garage or whatever. And then you got yourself an exercise bike. The other thing I have that I've always had with me is my punching bag. That works great. You can do kicking exercise, punching exercise, get a good cardio workout, and it's great for relieving stress. Uh, and you get frustrated, go beat the crap out of the bag for a half hour. Uh, they have some at-home equipment ideas, but these are ones that are going to cost you money, which I think is stupid to waste money when you can build your environment for free and use Mother Nature, which is provided to you. But uh, Amazon Basics Dumbbell Set with Stand. It's a set of six dumbbells ranging from two to eight pounds. There is a balance from exercise mat. that I suggest definitely picking up an exercise, a yoga mat. And you got all the free yoga, meditation, tai chi, all these different exercise routines. You can get free videos on Amazon if you got an Amazon Prime account. Uh, YouTube, there's all kinds of places you can find stuff and get a lot of workouts for free or you can pay for them and depending on what you want. I suggest if you're going to get into a yoga format that you're going to pay for so you can work with group work out with groups and stuff i still suggest ddp yoga 
is the best one out there. I have yet to try their smartphone app, but now that I got a smartphone, I plan on getting it here this fall. I'm doing a lot. I'm getting out every day with the walker. I've been going to places on the weekend that requires me to do a lot of walking. Now we got a smaller walker that I take for that so we can put our bags and stuff on the walker and it's easier to get around. And then if I have to sit, I got the seat on it and I can sit. Uh, I forgot what I was talking about, but yeah, I am staying steady right now again, trying to get my body up to a certain point, but it's, the feet, the deformed left foot that I was born with, that thing is acting up really bad right now. I can barely even put pressure on it. At moments, by the end of the day, I'm pretty much done. Uh, And then I just got to really struggle to even stand up after that point. Uh, But I'm going to keep going. I got injections set up. I got pain the pain management clinic set up they can't get me until january so that's like nine months i have to wait to from when i schedule the appointment to actually get in for help with pain it's like what the hell is our medical world coming to it's you're gonna make people suffer longer now by adding another technician into the clinics little lineup of doctors that we deal with I uh, contacted my foot doctor. I'm like, my plantar fascias and stuff isn't bugging me or anything, but my feet are bad right now. And my deformed foot, the top of it and the ankle is the worst on it. So we're going to get some injections done on those again. And of course, I scheduled that last week. And she can't get me until August. So it's like everything is like pushed at least three months out. And it's like people are going to die by the time they get into a clinic nowadays. It's not good that they got these long waits. It's going to make things worse. And they're blaming everything on COVID. But I'm not seeing this shit. I'm just seeing a medical environment that I walk into that used to be packed full of patients waiting to get in to now being only if me and one or two other patients waiting to get in at every appointment. So either we have less workers, but I still see the same amount of doctors and stuff out there, or they have some new COVID requirements that are making them take their time and taking breaks in between people, which I don't know. I don't understand what is going on at the moment. Uh, but yeah, balance from exercise mats, this pack of exercise mats provide cushion and slip resistant, making them idea for home gyms. I just go, you can go to like TJ Maxx stores, Marshalls. They have some exercise equipment. They got nice, decent thick mats. I picked up two of them so far. My wife lays them side by side. I've tried them on top of each other in my knees are really bad but yeah it's you can find a decent one out there cheap uh there's seven health and fitness 
yoga set. This yoga equipment pack includes a yoga mat, sweat towel, and two yoga blocks. Again, all stuff you could get, find stuff in your house to do with. Instead, they're going to make you pay for a little pack. They're going to make you pay for a sweat towel. Don't you have a towel in your house? <laughs> Renoge exercise bands. These bands provide five levels of resistance. Uh, there's Westfall, West Westfall adjustable weight bench. This adjustable exercise bench aids upper and lower body workouts. Um, then there's some free exercise apps like well, that wasn't good. I don't know if this is still going to record or not, but we just had the power go out for some reason. Lost our power. <laughs> I am going to stop this here just in case this is not <laughs> recording anymore. So hopefully that was, uh, that this is all still okay, but we will ended here just to see what happens i'll get back to that information to you either tomorrow or thursday to find out what we missed a couple little fun stress related things that you can add to the end of the show here uh always join in on other people's arguments you can try to get others to join in also oh that's some wicked thunder out there and if you have free time during the rush hour, find a pedestrian crossing and repeatedly push the button to stop the traffic. Never actually cross the road. All right, we got to go check out this storm because there's some wicked thunder out there. <laughs> this could be a fun, interesting day. So be good to yourselves. Be good to everybody else. We'll get back to you soon. Have a great day.